Hi everyone, I'm Lisa Dale Miller, and I'm really excited to introduce my new book, Effortless Mindfulness, Genuine Mental Health Through Awakened Presence. This book was born, I guess, from a combination of frustration and a tremendous desire to offer to my colleagues and their patients a truly authentic distillation of Buddhist psychology. I think when people hear Buddhist psychology, they think of religion. After all, most Westerners know of Buddhism as a religion. The truth is, the Buddha did not create a religion. He created a philosophy of mind, and he was a first-person researcher. What that means is he was using contemplative science the first-person methodology of looking inward at the mind directly in order to learn about mind. And he was a profound expert at looking within and knowing the nature of mind. This knowledge comprises the bulk of what the Buddha taught. Much of the psychological community's embrace of mindfulness techniques have been in the name of allowing patients to know what's happening in their mind more explicitly. And of course, many of the techniques that we do use in clinical mindfulness does that. However, there is an entire toolbox of profound methodologies and techniques that are not being offered patients. Not only that, the core Buddhist philosophical teachings about the nature of mind and the nature of self are not being offered at all. I would say that's primarily because Western medicine is a symptom-based, diagnosis-based method. The Buddhist psychological methodology is not symptom-based. It is experiential, it's direct, it is having the capacity to train the mind to experience directly what is arising as it is arising, to notice its fruition, and more importantly, its passing away on its own. Right there, that is an ultimate prescription for genuine mental health, the capacity to observe and know, not from a distance, that is, and I think a lot of people mistake mindful observing as something you do from a distance, like you're dissociating from your actual experience. This is improper teaching of mindfulness, and it happens a lot. What I've tried to do in my book is offer clinicians the capacity to deeply understand the principles and theory the philosophy, and the actual methodology and practices of Buddhist psychology so that they might be able to, in turn, offer it to their patients. Why is this necessary? You can offer someone a simple CBT intervention and they might suffer less. Or what you can do is you can offer them knowledge and a technique to experience their suffering in such a way that they are able to liberate themselves from further arising of that suffering. 
or even if that particular form of suffering were to arise again, they would have the capacity to note its arising, to be in the presence of its arising in such a way that they would be able to allow it to arise, exist, pass away on its own, or if for some reason there was some clinging to that suffering, they would have an entire menu of antidotes which they could apply in the moment to liberate themselves from further distress. That's genuine mental health. So why is the book called Effortless Mindfulness? The original name was actually Spontaneous Presence, Genuine Mental Health Through Effortless Mindfulness, as publishers are wont to do. They do insist on different titles, and they really did want Effortless Mindfulness to be the main title. That said, Rutledge didn't get in the way of any other part of this book. This book is the book I initially set out to write, and that makes me extremely happy. It was a big endeavor, and it's not an easy book. This is not some lighthearted, popular look at Buddhist psychology. This book is scholarly. You will learn a lot about the actual Buddhist teachings. But more to the point, I am offering the meditation practices in their authenticity. If somebody says they're a clinician and they teach their patients mindfulness of breath, well, you know, that may sound like this. (laughs) They may say something like, Okay, now, just let yourself watch your breath. Watching the breath doesn't have anything to do with the actual practice of awareness of breath. I have gone back to the actual texts and pulled out the suttas that have these practices written down. And I have offered them to clinicians in that form with instructions not only instructions in how to understand what the texts are asking you to do, but how to teach that to somebody else. I've dedicated myself for many years to practicing and teaching the meditation practices I offer in this book, and I implore any clinician who chooses to impart meditation to their patients to be a dedicated practitioner of the meditation practice they wish to offer. This is critical for effective delivery of mindfulness meditation. Effortless mindfulness was a natural evolution in the Buddhist teachings, which began with the more effortful practices of concentration meditation and insight meditation, known in the clinical world as focused attention meditation and open monitoring practice. Along with compassion meditation, these initial meditation practices are absolutely necessary to train the mind instability, and tranquility. Eventually, these subject-object forms of meditation practice give way to a more non-dual mindfulness. And this happens when the background of awareness begins to become more present. As the objects lessen and lessen, one is more aware of just the mind's capacity to know, just awareness itself. This is sometimes initially thought of as awareness of awareness. And eventually that practice will turn into effortless mindfulness. 
The last thing I'd like to mention about this book is its emphasis on the interdependence of the body and the mind. This has always been a very profound thread in Buddhist psychology from its very inception. And more and more, our vast clinical community is really coming to terms with the reality that trauma, particularly childhood trauma, turns out to be the antecedent for most biomedical psychological disorders. Thank you so much for listening to this initial introduction to my book. Uh, My website, awakenpresence.com, will actually start to have more and more recorded meditation practices that can be downloaded for a nominal fee and instructional videos for clinicians in how to actually offer the Buddhist psychological practices in the room. So thank you very much.